This is the Flying Field Podcast. The Flying Field Podcast is a service of rcplaneviews.com and the Flying Field blog. This is episode 110. Expo Adventures, Part 3. This episode was produced the week of February 12, 2012. Hello, modelers, and welcome to this edition of the Flying Field Podcast. I'm Jim Mohan. The title of this episode is Expo Adventures, Part 3. This is the last of three episodes about the AMA Expo held in early January in Ontario, California. So far, we've heard from AMA District 10 Vice President Lawrence Tugas and Sean from Hitech. In this final set of trade floor interviews, we'll hear from John Redman from Horizon Hobby and Pete Young from Banana Hobby. I hope you'll take time to hear what these two guys have to say about their companies and product plans for 2012. Before we get to the interviews, we need to take a look at the big news this week. It appears that President Obama gave aero modelers a valentine by signing the FAA reauthorization bill. The bill had a section on aero modeling that we've discussed before. It states that community-based safety programming is an effective means of managing modeling activities. That section of the bill establishes minimum criteria for safe operations and directs the FAA to not enact rules for aero modeling activities conducted within the safety programming of a nationwide community-based organization like the AMA. In part, here's what it says. The administrator of the Federal Aviation Administration may not promulgate any rule or regulation regarding a model aircraft or an aircraft being developed as a model aircraft if these criteria are applied. 1. The aircraft is flown strictly for hobby or recreational use. 2. The aircraft is operated in accordance with a community-based set of safety guidelines and within the programming of a nationwide community-based organization. 3. The aircraft is limited to not more than 55 pounds unless otherwise certified through a design, construction, inspection, flight test, and operational safety program administered by a community-based organization. 4. The aircraft is operated in a manner that does not interfere with and gives way to any manned aircraft. And 5. When flown within 5 miles of an airport, the operator of the aircraft provides the airport operator and the airport air traffic control tower with prior notice of the operation. Model aircraft operators flying from a permanent location within five miles of an airport should establish a mutually agreed upon operating procedure with the airport operator and the airport air traffic control tower when an air traffic facility is actually located at that airport. In a section called Statutory Construction, it says that nothing in this section shall be construed to limit the authority of the administrator 
to pursue enforcement action against persons operating model aircraft who endanger the safety of the national airspace system. Section C, model aircraft are defined, and it says, in this section, the term model aircraft means an unmanned aircraft that is one, capable of sustained flight in the atmosphere, two, flown within the visual line of sight of the person operating the aircraft, and three, flown for hobby or recreational purposes. There are still some unknowns to what this all means, but in the short run, however, hats off to the AMA. Let's get on to the interviews. Our first interview is with John Redmond from Horizon Hoppy. Let's hear what John has to say. I'm here with uh, John at the uh, Horizon Hobby booth, and I'm looking at the new AS3X. I saw that uh, you had a nice video out on uh, on these. What's the reaction been to this? Uh, the reaction's been pretty positive all the way across. People are very impressed with uh, what AS3X can bring to the world of ultra micros. We can take a one, one and a half, two ounce airplane, and where when you would fly outside, you had to ensure you flew in absolutely no wind to enjoy it. Now you can fly them in five to seven mile an hour winds, and the airplane's still rather stable. Along with that, with the abilities of AS3X, it enables your entire flight experience to go up and be improved because of how the uh, artificial stabilization system helps you enjoy the realm of flight better. Uh, we have moved center of gravities back to improve ag agility, but with a stabilization system, it's like flying a model with a more forward CG. Okay. So uh -huh. it doesn't get crazy. Along with that, less expo is needed as it just tames and stabilizes, but if you really want to haul on the controls, you can do it. So you have a stabilization system that all in all works for you and never against you. Normal gyros in an airplane, which a lot of people kind of tend to say that's what this is, it's not, okay? But normal gyros, you're always fighting. If you go ahead and bank and you've got a gyro on roll, it'll try and straighten you out. This doesn't do that, not at all. It stabilizes the airplane in whatever attitude you place it in. <laughs> you put it in a knife edge and now you can do a knife edge horizontal figure eight with very minimal input. It helps you maybe expand some of your flight performance characteristics. And one of the things folks have said, it's like flying a big airplane <laughs> but flying a little airplane. That's correct. It, it takes the concept of flying a small model um, and with the way it dampens, it's it's almost like being able to boost the Reynolds numbers tenfold. And you go from flying the, the Beast 3D, when you fly it, it's, it's just almost like flying the 100cc Beast. That's what's cool. You used to say, bigger is better. Uh-huh. Now, you just say, fly an AS3X model. Yeah, those are very nice. Yeah. And then this Hyper Taxi, I, I watched that fly and I just... How do you keep orientation with that? It's such an interesting, fun, cute little model. Yeah, it's, it's, it, that's for the extreme 3D guy uh -huh. and such. So, You know, the other thing that's gotten very uh, important and popular in the hobby right now, and, and Spectrum, of course, is leading the way on that, and that is uh, telemetry. What are you seeing in terms of interest in that and products associated with that? Interest continues to grow, and we continue to bring sensors to life. Our latest sensors are an airspeed. Uh, system, a pitot tube, a G-force indicator system are the couple of the latest uh, ones they brought to life. And um, it's just, 
the ability to, to bring more information to the modeler. Uh, it's real nice. Of course, the new STI module, now you can plug into an iPad, iPad 2, iPhone, uh -huh. and your caller can sit and he can tell you your battery voltage, your airspeed, your RPM, all that on a nice big screen. Now, are those proving to be pretty popular in terms of uh, sales and that kind of thing? I would say yes. It's, it's amazing. A lot of guys are really interested in knowing what's going on when they're flying. Mm -hmm. Now, the economy as a whole, you know, we keep hearing about uh, uh, downturns. What's what's your experience been at Horizon Hobby? Are we uh, doing? Uh, are you bringing out a lot of new products? Things can't be doing too bad. Uh, that's correct. And all I can say is, my guess is there's not a modeler out there that knows we're in a down economy because they're spending money, they're enjoying, and they still are loving their hobby. No, that's certainly the way it is with me, and, and uh, so that's been. I, I think cool. you know maybe uh, purchasing that new ski boot, ski boat, or that big sea do. Uh huh. Y you may slow down on those, but the bottom line is is we still all kind of like our enjoyment, our entertainment, and our toys, and especially the world of ultra micros and some of the, the park flyers. Mm -hmm. it, you can routinely find that level of discretionary income if you really want to have a good time. Yeah, that's for sure. <coughs> hey, well, thank you so much for giving me just a little insight of what's going on here at Horizon Hobbies. I know I'm on your site fairly regularly. Very good. And, uh, and I've been watching the videos on these little micro flyers, and they are just very, very cool. Outstanding. Thanks so much. You bet. I'd like to thank John for spending a few minutes to chat with me at the very busy and popular Horizon Hobby booth. The next interview is with Pete Young from Banana Hobby. Banana Hobby had a big display, and I yielded to the temptation and got a nice A1 Sky Raider from them. Pete took a few minutes to chat with me at the end of the day on Saturday. Let's listen in. It's been a busy day. I've been by your booth a couple of times, and there's lots of folks. It's uh, pretty exciting to be out here at the uh, expo this year. Oh, definitely. This is the like it's, this is the first starting day of this expo, and so far it's been a really good turnout. And uh, the booth activity has been great. The interactions with with their friends and uh, people that have come by have been excellent. So it's a it's turning out to be a really good show. And this is only the first day too. <laughs> yeah, it is. A whole yeah. another day tomorrow. Yeah. What are the um, uh, the big things in going on with Banana Hobby in 2012. The fun part is this is in January, so we've yeah, got a whole we just year. Started. Well, we have a lot of uh, fun and exciting things coming up, and it looks like uh, we've, we've really started our, um, our Warbird line. We're really doing a lot of really large Warbirds now. We're still keeping the price point really, really uh, reasonable, and these aircrafts are all coming um, pretty much ready to go with very, very minimal build time. And we're doing things up to 1,800, 2,000 millimeter, um, up to 90 inch wingspan in electric power now. And uh, a lot of twins, uh, B-25s, B-17s. And then we're also going forward with uh, our EDF technology with Blitz RC Works. And we're doing a lot of really, really nice EDF jets now too as well. That's very cool. Um, what have you noticed, uh, you know, one of the big things on every newscast, uh, just about every, you know, week there's something about the economy. What's, uh, what's been your experience in terms of uh, uh, growth and business and all the things that have been affecting uh, Banana Hobby this past year? I, I think with the economy, with where it stands right now, I think everybody feels it. Everybody's uh, been affected by it. And at Banana Hobby, we just, you know, I've been trying to really focus on working with people and uh, making people the main part of uh, what we do. And I think, um, I just, uh, I really like to work with, uh, you know, one-on-one -on -one with people and talk with them and stuff like that. So with, even with that, 
we feel it as well, but we still strive to move forward and try to just meet the economy where it's at and try to make the overall cost and the price of what we're doing re like really reasonable so that it's not outrageous. And then we try to back it with customer support and back it with uh, quality products and just try to, you know, mm -hmm. make it day by day here too. Yeah. I've noticed as I've walked around, you know, some sometimes in, in shows like this, there's a lot of the, the 3D models, the extras and all that kind of stuff. Warbirds seem to be on everybody's table this year. Uh, what's the trend there, do you think? Believe it or not, I think with this hobby, I've been doing this for a really long time, and uh, my dad's a pilot. He's a full-time, full-scale pilot, and he brought me up uh, with this hobby. And I think this this hobby goes in transitions, as in sometimes the uh, jets are more popular, sometimes the warbirds are more popular, but right now with the, with the uh, lithium polymer battery packs and their price is coming down a whole lot. We just introduced in 2012, uh, late 2011, 2012, our new power line for lithium polymer batteries, which are Genesis Power. And they're extremely, extremely powerful. They are reliable and the price is <laughs> So before the announcement interrupted yeah. us, we were talking about the new line of batteries. Correct. So with, basically with that, it's all about bringing down the cost of the lithium polymer batteries. And I think with everything in RC, everything has to work in harmony, as in, if the batteries are too expensive, people are not going to be afforded to fly our products, or any products out there. And when I started with this, and lithium polymer batteries started to get, to get really popular, there's a lot of good companies out there, but I was buying my own batteries, and they were like $80 for like a really small 3-cell 2200 battery. Mm -hmm. And now they're down to like, you know, $8, $10, So everybody is able to really get into this now and put more flight time on their belts. So I think what's happening within the last three to four years, a lot of transitioning pilots have gone towards, hey, you know what, I've always wanted to fly Warbirds. And uh, with what I'm doing with Banana Hobby and Blitz RC Works, is I, I oversee what's going on with the market, and I kind of have a, a sense of and a view of what I would like to bring next. So we would start with probably smaller Warbirds and things like that, and then people actually will watch what we're doing and kind of fall in line. And then all of a sudden, Warbirds really took off. Mm -hmm. And then when it starts doing that, something that we're developing as far as at Banana Hobby and Blitz RC Works, where I work with the manufacturers, we're able to really bring the sizes up and the scale, the um, scale appearance of them really, really detailed now. And uh, Warbirds really, really took off. You know, Warbirds goes back in history as something that I think all of us watched on TV sure. and grew up with. So I think a lot of people have a really good one-on-one -on -one sense of identification with Warbirds. And I think that's why right now it's gotten popular. But the size has really made a difference. You know, you've got several of them over there at the table we were just looking at. You yeah. know, the A1 has caught my eye. Yeah. Uh, you know, a 63, 64-inch foam yeah. airplane. You go, where did that come from? Correct. Yeah, that's what's a very exciting part of that because I grew up with this. I tell all my little uh, my little friends that are you know that are, that are 9, 10, 11, 12, 14, 15 years old. When I was growing up with this, my dad was raising me. I was flying stick airplanes, and I would I would save my money for three weeks to a month to be able to buy a wood kit, and then I would have to build it. Now we're at the point where all of these these 63 inch and above uh, Warbirds and everything, they're coming in this foam, and we're able to bring the prices down to where it's 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 unheard of, and you're flying pretty much you know a part of history, and it's what people really wanted to do. I've had a lot of people tell me that they've actually 
been into the hobby and wanted to fly RC aircrafts for 40 years, mm -hmm. but they never did. All they did was build a couple of things and kind of backseat it, and then they started watching the videos and then learning about warbirds, and now, now they're involved in flying their own warbirds. So I think that has a lot to do with it. And the sizes are great, build time is low, and the performance is great. The mm -hmm. A1's amazing. It's one of my favorites, too. Yeah, going off topic maybe a little bit, but you have a lot of videos uh, linked from your site or on, on YouTube. Correct. And yeah. uh, you look like you have a lot of fun out there shooting those videos. Yeah. When I shoot a video, I don't, I don't really go out there to push a product for my company. I go out there basically to do what I like to do, which is to fly. I have a love for flying. I have a love for sharing my... Uh, uh, just to fly with other people and to, to teach other people as to teach students as well And I think that a lot a lot of part of me when I'm making a video it all comes out sometimes I I really go, you know, I talk too fast and things like that But it's just because I get excited and I get ahead of myself and it happens a lot of time and nothing I ever do on screen um, on videos are scripted or anything like that I just go out there and I just talk about my airplane yeah have a good yeah, time have a good time yeah well it really comes through thank you I appreciate it do you have any other uh, shows or events that you're going to be at uh, coming up here in the next five to six months yeah I sure do we have what's uh, coming up in March which is the next biggest show here in California which is called the RCX Expo Long Beach Long Beach uh -huh. and this is the first time we're moving the venue from Pomona California to Long Beach California where we're gonna have the whole entire show into one building before it was separated into two buildings mostly cars one and then airplanes in the other now everybody's in one big building so every, all the, the different uh, people that show up for these shows will see the whole entire show instead of just stay in the car section or stay in the airplane section so hmm. that's coming up other than that, I'm going to be flying um, many demos and uh, flying venues pretty much all around. And for that kind of stuff, you can go to uh, Facebook on our uh, Banana Hobby Facebook uh -huh. or Twitter. And I'm always active on Twitter. We have a good following there and we always uh, update there on as well. You can see what we're doing and what's coming up and you know what we're doing next here too. Yeah. So kind of a business question to, to wrap this up because I really appreciate your time this Yo, afternoon. Um, Facebook and Twitter. Yes. Um, yeah, I've been there. See your fan page. Uh, how's that working out? Is that fun? Uh, who's who's driving that marketing? Because that's an interesting concept. Yeah. Well, right now, I think uh, where we're at at this time, in, you know, this time of uh, the year now, or, or this time period, the social networking sites such as Facebook and uh, Twitter and and uh, YouTube and all these uh, networking sites have really, really taken off because you can actually have all your people, all your fans and all your supporters and patrons, customers in one place where they can ask you questions and uh, based, you know you can answer them and uh, we have a lot of people on there so sometimes when we answer it's a little bit slow but I, have, I do have a team that helps me answer those questions and uh, we have a graphics guy that does some other graphics now and all that stuff as well and we're really moving forward with that. We really enjoy, I'm always on Facebook with uh, with what I'm doing, and I'm always interacting with the um, with the patrons out there. I love talking to them. I love to see what they're doing. I love it when they post videos and kids. They post photos of their kids with their airplanes and the big smiles, and that's what I really really enjoy watching. And I love to see them on Facebook. So, you know, if we get that word out there and people start posting on Facebook, just put up photos of your your airplanes, because I'm a hobbyist at mm -hmm. heart. And I sit there at the end of the day. I'm on every everybody else's website looking at helicopters and looking at airplanes, and that's what I do too. Yeah. Yeah. This this. This company doesn't leave me, and I don't leave the company as well. When I'm at the field, I represent Banana Hobby, and I always, I'm always, I'm flying my own stuff. But I'm out there because I fly it because I love it. So I fly yeah. everything. So. <laughs> Great. Well, 
Thanks. Good luck at Thank the rest you. of the show. I think I'm going to come back tomorrow and look at some more airplanes. <laughs> sure thing. I'll be but, here. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Thanks so much. You're welcome. Appreciate nice it. Anytime. Thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate Pete's taking time to visit with me. I hope you got a sense of the enthusiasm that Pete brings to the hobby. As I mentioned last episode, if you'd like a sense of what the expo was like, take a look at a short video overview I made and have posted to my YouTube channel. Search for AZJIM12. That's A-Z-J-I-M-1-2. Well, that brings us to the end of this episode of the Flying Field Podcast. Links to the FAA document I read from, to Horizon and Banana Hobby, and my video can be found on the show notes for this episode, which is number 110. Look for them at www.flyingfieldblog.rcplaneviews.com. Click on the podcast category on the right side of the page. Until next time, happy modeling and fly safe.